It's like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Smackdown. I'm your host, Kyle August, getting you set for week two. This is, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, this is Thursday night, kickoff is of this barn burner. It's just a, about an hour or so away. And uh, on, to, on this show, I'm going to cover some of my favorite starts and sits in advance of week two. So I appreciate you checking out today's show. If you missed uh, anything from the Warzone Network this week, man, you missed out. Uh, I was here on Tuesday morning on the podcast. Uh, covering the wave wire ads this week. Uh, Memphis, of always, with Jerry holding it down on Wednesday. And then uh, Memphis and Kyle were here just uh, last night in your podcast feed, Thursday morning, coming at you with the fabulous Big Bet. We got uh, DFS content coming up. And, of course, as a quick reminder, every Saturday morning, YouTube only, you can check it out right here, Waiver Wire Sniping. I'm going to give you the guys that you need to add ahead of kickoff so that they can be on your roster. You don't need to fret. You don't need to spend fad. You can just grab them for free. It's looking ahead one week. So waiver wire sniping, get that jump on your league. Know the players that you should pick up before kickoff for next week, uh, and uh, your league mates won't know what hit them. So uh, YouTube only. Again, that won't be in your podcast feed. So if you're looking for it last week and you missed it, uh, that would be why. So going to hang out here for the next 30 minutes or so. If you have any questions, uh, drop them in the chat. And uh, we'll get them all answered here right on the podcast. So appreciate you guys uh, if, if you're tuning in. If you're listening to this on the podcast and you're not checking out uh, YouTube for this Start Sit show, it's 7 p.m. Eastern time every Thursday. I'll be right here covering the starts and sits. So if you have your questions, feel free to bring them. Your other opportunity for a live show is uh, Sunday morning. So just stay subscribed on the YouTube channel. And uh, Memphis will be here with whoever shows up from the Warzone Network. I was on there. Uh, for about half an hour, 45 minutes last week, I'll be sure to try to to do that as often as possible. So uh, it's a good time hanging out, talking football, covering all the ins and outs uh, as we get the inactives and then any of your last minute starts at questions as well. So a few opportunities. These are very, you know, they're meant to be interactive shows. So we want to hear from you guys, get your questions in, uh, and I'll be sure to get them answered. So uh, with that, I'm just going to jump into it. I have a start and a sit at every position of this upcoming week. And this isn't your watered down, oh, you know, you know, start Aaron Jones this week in a prime matchup. And no, we, we know that, right? We're going to dig a little bit deeper for you here and get you covered. But again, we'll sprinkle these questions throughout the show if you have them. So feel free to drop them in the comments. All righty, uh, let's start with a quarterback. My start of the week at quarterback, again, I'm not giving you guys the easy names. We're going to dig a little bit deeper. I mentioned him on the Tuesday podcast as being my top waiver wire pickup for this week at quarterback. He's an auto start for me. He comes in at QB 13. So if you've been streaming, this is your guy. He's 37% owned in Yahoo League, so readily available still. It's Ben Roethlisberger at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a guy that I know last week, under 200 yards, just the one passing touchdown. But that was against Buffalo on the road. And they were, you know, obviously, uh, they were, were chasing in some of that game, but obviously won he- heavily there in Buffalo. I think this is a week where this offense just gets off on the right foot gets rolling and gets uh, back to kind of what we saw last year. Uh, I think Ben Roethlisberger is good for at least two touchdowns in this game, potential for a third, uh, over 280 yards, and that's definitely streamable, and I think that's the floor. Uh, Vegas is is coming off an emotional win, which is great for them, uh, picking up their first victory in their new stadium, but uh, you know, I think heading to Pittsburgh now is a different challenge. So uh, Big Ben is is my uh, start of the week at quarterback. 
for reference here, I would play him over Kirk Cousins, who I know some people were streaming last week. Uh, he does have a good match against Arizona, but I'd start Ben over him. Uh, it's from over Joe Burrow. Uh, this Bears defense isn't uh, as intimidating as we might have thought uh, after week one, but I'd, I'd I'd still start Ben at home against the Raiders over Burrow on the road against the Bears. And then uh, a quarterback that could be a popular streaming option this week due to having pretty much one of the best matchups in all of fantasy is, is Baker Mayfield. I would go with Ben Roethlisberger over him as well. So again, Big Ben is only 37% owned in Yahoo leagues. Not only that, does he have a great matchup this week at home uh, against the Raiders? You take a look there. You know, while this defense should be improved, um, is that the Steelers get a week three matchup at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. So I think that uh, Ben could be a two week starter for you if you're streaming quarterbacks. My sit of the week at quarterback. This isn't this guy isn't completely just dunked to the to the bottom of the earth. Uh, and <laughs> but I'm going to go with Jameis Winston. Uh, he's QB 19 for me this week at Carolina. I know that again, that Carolina defense isn't isn't uh, much to write home about. I know they kept the Jets in check. Uh, but for me, I know we saw five touchdowns from Jameis Winston last week. That was great uh, on 20, uh, what, what 20 pass attempts. I don't know that that same officially efficiency is going to keep rolling uh, in week two. So while Jameis is still a super flex start and is, is a fine uh, plug and play there, I don't think he really enters the streaming conversation for me in one QB leagues. Uh, for instance, I would start, I mentioned previously Baker Mayfield uh, this week against Houston. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I know he's a tougher matchup against the Denver Broncos. I would still roll with him. I think there's there's just a ton of garbage time potential always for Lawrence this season. And then Teddy Bridgewater in that same game uh, going up against Jacksonville. I would I would roll Teddy, and he was only owned in about 10% of leagues earlier this week. So those are some guys, if you're looking for like streamer-type QBs, you could do worse than Jameis, <clears throat> Matt Ryan, uh, but <laughs> but Jameis is a guy that I'm just fading just a little bit compared to what I was seeing over at Fantasy Pros and Consensus Rankings. People kind of see seem to be jumping right back on board with Jameis Winston. Uh, let's not forget, you know, his weapons are still very depleted. That game, I think, last week was more, you know, of the, you know, kind of a one-off. I, I think Jameis will be a fine QB too, but I don't know he's a, a starter in a one QB league yet for me. So uh, I mentioned him earlier. I'll give you a little bonus. Uh by no means should you have Matt Ryan in your lineup this week. Uh, he's going up against Tampa Bay. I have him outside my top 25. Tyrod Taylor, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, uh, those guys, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, those guys are all starters over Matt Ryan at Tampa Bay. This guy should be on your bench till further notice. Even in super flex leagues, like, you know, where you, you're or you're starting two QBs, hopefully you have a third quarterback and I would roll him over. Um, it's just uh, last week was extremely disappointing against a defense that isn't really that great at home. And now he's going on the road against, a, a you know, while they give up a lot of points to Dallas, this is a much better defense. So Matt Ryan, you got it. I got to see it first, at least a couple times. You know, this was another one of those sub eight point games where we saw, you know, he was doing that about 40% of the time last year and uh, seems to be continuing there. So a uh, little bonus sit for you. If you're, if you're in the position of having to start Matt Ryan, which I was staring that down in a few leagues. So I know some of you might be on that train. I'm going Jared Goff. Uh, all right, let's move on to the running backs here. Uh, and again, if you have any questions, if you're tuning in live, feel free to drop them in the chat. We'll sprinkle them in. If we don't have any, you're going to get four starts, four sits, and uh, we'll watch some football tonight. Uh, start of the week at running back. I'm going to go with two. Uh, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos running backs. They have a great matchup uh, against Jacksonville. This is a team that over their last five games, so last week and then the last four games of uh, 2020, 
They give, they've given up nine touchdowns to running backs, including three last week uh, to the Houston Texans and that trio of garbage. Uh, what we saw from Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams was a dead even split, which is concerning if you're hoping that one of them can, you know, jump. I know a lot of people were kind of thinking, you know, Gordon was a decent value on draft day when you consider that maybe he was going to get that early season work. And then Williams is like, you know, been kind of promoted as that league winner guy. I still think that's in the cards for him. But if you were kind of banking on Gordon early, the 50-50 split is not great. Um, the long touchdown run at the end of uh, week one, that was awesome, right? If you had to play him, you're you're feeling good about that. Uh, but I still think you can actually roll both of them for this week. If it stays as a 50-50 split, I think they can both be, uh, you know, at least flex plays. I actually have Melvin Gordon as RB23 in my ranking, so I think he's a low-end two. And Javante Williams at RB25 for me this week, so again, high-end flex. Um, just for reference, uh, with those with those guys, I would start both over Elijah Mitchell, uh, the waiver wire darling after this last week. Uh, I know that he's getting a lot of hype, and when you grab a guy like that off the wire, uh, you spend a lot of fab on it on him. Uh, you just want to get him in your lineup. Uh, but I'm just not sold yet that that's going to be how that plays out, like we saw last week. I think that was a a game where. Uh, I, I think they're trying to prove a point to Sermon and Mitchell's probably, you know, he is ahead of him. I don't know that you, you've got to see otherwise. You do have to see otherwise before you think that Sermon's going to automatically be ahead, but I don't think that's automatic. He's going to get 20 carries um, right out, right out the gate. So uh, I would start these Denver Broncos, both of them over Josh Jacobs dealing with an injury seemed limited um, last week on Monday night. He's going up against Pittsburgh and then Jamal Williams uh, going up against green Bay. I know it's a great matchup. Green Bay does give up a lot of points to the, uh, to the running back position. That's a game that D- Detroit should be playing from behind. Uh, so Williams could be involved in the passing game there. He did pop up on the injury report on Thursday, uh, but coming off a good week one, I'd, I'd still start Javante and Melvin Gordon over those guys. Uh, just a great matchup. Um, and I, I think they could both be in line for touchdowns. So that's why they're my starts this week. Sit of the week at running back. I don't know if I, I keep crapping on the Falcons, I guess, but it's Mike Davis and it's not even close. Really. This guy was still hovering around flex territory over at fancy pros consensus rankings um, over last year. And then including week one against Zeke Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys, this Tampa Bay defense has only given up more than 50 rushing yards three times. You know what that front is with Vea and Sue. This is a real, this is a great defense. This is a great rush defense. And that's why Dallas just said, forget it. Um, you know, they didn't even try Atlanta is probably gonna be playing from behind the entire game. Uh, Patterson was on the field quite a bit for the Atlanta Falcons and could take that passing down role. I know Davis showed last year that he could, you know, that he, he can do it. He can be serviceable. You know, he's a backup running back in, in the league for a reason. He's been around. Um, but this is just not the week that I'm starting Mike Davis. He's not in my lineup. Um, in this really, really tough matchup. So I would roll within the same matchup, Leonard Fournette over him. I mentioned Jamal Williams was behind the Denver guys, but he'd be ahead of Mike Davis for me as well. Even, um, you know, in the two back committee there, Naeem Hines is another guy that saw a good amount of touches, a lot of catches in that game. I'd start him over Mike Davis pretty easily. So, um, we got, uh, we got another, we got We do have a question here. Here we go. We got Darren. What's up, bro. Thanks for uh, jumping on here. Uh, we got his question is Tim Patrick, uh, or Terrace Marshall, man, that's, that's, uh, in half PPR. I, I know that uh, Sterling Shepard got a lot of hype on waiver wire columns uh, and, and podcasts this week. He was readily available, coming off a big game, uh, 100 yards and a touchdown. He's going to be playing tonight, so we'll see right off the, right off the bat um, what he's going to be looking like. But actually, Tim Patrick was way up there as one of my favorite wide receiver ads I talked about on the waiver wire show. Um, you know, we're going to see Jerry Judy out four to six weeks. 
we saw last year uh, with Patrick as he was uh, saw a lot of playing time in this Denver offense. Now a lot has changed, but um, when he was full, filling in for Sutton, he was just a touchdown monster. He just it seemed like he scored every week, and he scored last week as well. Um, so I think Tim Patrick and this matchup against Jacksonville is a slam dunk play. Um, I actually have him. I was just going to pull this up. Uh, he's definitely a fle- he's definitely flex worthy for me, and I'd play him over Marshall. I have uh, Patrick as wide receiver thirty five this week. Uh, so I'll talk about wide receivers here more in a second. But appreciate the question, bro. Uh, but I'd roll with Tim Patrick and feel pretty good about that. Actually, uh, I think you're going to have a starter a wide receiver three ish type player for at least the next month. So appreciate the question, bro. If anybody has any more questions, feel free to drop them in here. Couple of bonus sits uh, at the running back since we got a little bit of time here. I'm going to throw Tyson Williams, uh, Baltimore Ravens. I didn't really love the split that I saw in that second half for sure. He definitely has more juice. He has more get up to his game than what we saw out of Latavius Murray. But uh, they they cut Cannon, I think that, uh, and and they brought uh, Freeman, sorry, from the practice squad, signed him to the 53. So I think the rotation's a little bit unknown there. Um, but I would not be surprised if Latavius Murray ends up being the preferred back just with a vet presence. I don't think Williams is somebody, you know, I know he's not. He's not a guy that played his way into that role. Everyone and their mother fell to the wayside there. So I, I still hold on to Williams. He's definitely somebody I want on my bench, but I have Williams at running back 39 this week, and I'm not really interested in playing him. Um, the other guy uh, I mentioned earlier, I just want to kind of throw this out there as just a pump the brakes. Elijah Mitchell, I know, was a big-time waiver ad, and I want him on my bench as well. It's fine, but I'm just – I want to – you got to show me again. Uh, if you're in a deeper league and you need to get him out there, no problems. I still have Mitchell ranked as uh, running back uh, 29. I think he's he's a fine flex, but just don't get crazy. If you have three really good running backs, stick with those guys. Um, but uh, there you go. So that wraps up the running backs. Uh, let's move on to the wide receivers. My start of the week – at wide receiver again, digging a little bit deeper here. You don't need me to tell you to start, uh, you know, Keenan Allen in a great matchup against Dallas, but I will tell you to start his teammate Mike Williams against Dallas Cowboys. The over under on this game is 55 points. Uh, Dallas pass rush is completely uh, been voided out this week. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence goes down with a foot injury, he's out for at least two months, probably. Uh, and Randy Gregory is out with COVID, so the Cowboys are going to get no pressure on Justin Herbert. They've are, they're already not a great defense as it is, but now you add in that he's going to have all day to throw the ball. Mike Williams, like we saw last week, heavily involved in the offense. I think Williams is going to eat, and he's a guy that was probably on your bench in week one. Um, and sometimes it feels weird, and you don't want to just react right away to like, oh, he had a big week, I gotta cram in my lineup. Um, but this is a situation I definitely think you need to get him in there. He's a borderline wide receiver, too, for me. There's a lot of great wide receivers this week that have a ton of great matchups. But I do have Mike Williams as my wide receiver 26. Um, so he's a, he's even though he's at 26, I think he's a solid two uh, and a high end three for sure. Uh, so if you have a flex spot of wide receiver three spot, get him in there. A little bit of reference on this for Mike Williams. I'd start him over Cortland Sutton. Um, I, I like Sutton. Okay. They're just a couple of spots apart, but I think Williams has more upside this week. I know both matchups are great, but I expect Dallas and the chargers to be a shootout. So, uh, I would lean that way. Even with Jerry Judy out, I would go with Williams over Sutton. I would go with, uh, Williams over Robbie Anderson as well. Um, you know, obviously found Pater last week, uh, but Anderson going up against new Orleans. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we saw Marshall pretty involved enough that I think it's a little bit concerning. And obviously CMC being back is going to take a lot of targets as well. I start Mike Williams over Robbie Anderson and maybe the big one. I don't know if this is like, I don't know if this is a big deal or not, but 
I would go Mike Williams over Debo Samuel, who's coming off of what wide receiver two last week. Um, I just think that Williams has more upside uh, against the Cowboys in a matchup that's there is going to be a ton of points. So uh, <laughs> we got somebody in the chat here. Uh, don't you talk bad about Mitchell? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I know it's blasphemy to to take down the hot waiver wire ad. It feels like an auto start again. Flex worthy for sure, but don't get crazy. Uh, in my opinion, we'll see. Uh, if you have him on your team, you feel damn good right out of the gate. You could be sitting here with a running back that, uh, you know, if San Fran commits 65% of the touches to one guy, damn, you're looking at probably a top 15 guy. So to get him for free uh, off the wire, uh, or you, or no, you know, or in preseason, super, super cheap in drafts, uh, if you were on that train, and you got to feel good about that. So, so we'll see. But I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more conservative. I, I still think that Sermon is going to be better rest of the season. Um, you know, so maybe I'm just delusional, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. So, uh, here we go. We got to see this, uh, David comes back. He says he has sermon. He's just giving me crap. That's, that's all good, man. I I'm on the sermon train, uh, as of right now, we'll see how this goes, but, um, <laughs> uh, that's going to be an interesting one. Cause this would not be the first time that fantasy owners overreacted to just one week and, uh, went all in on a guy right away. So we'll see. Uh, back to the starts and sits at receiver. Uh, my sit of the week at receiver. Um, I, again, I don't like to give obvious ones. I, I feel like this one, you know, is, is definitely a, a concern. If you're looking at the, the matchup this week for the jets going up against, uh, the new England Patriots. So on the road, uh, Oh, sorry. This one's going to be at home. My, my bad. Uh, the jets at home against the Patriots. I'm going to sit Corey Davis. I know he's coming off a big week. I expect big things from this guy. I think he's a, a wide receiver three, maybe even a low end two on most weeks, but, uh, Zach Wilson's first game against Bill Belichick. I'm going to dial back expectations just a bit. Um, Davis is wide receiver 40 for me. So he's really outside the flex conversation. If you're in deeper league and you need to roll him. Uh, I think he'll see plenty of targets. He should be Zach Wilson's guy, but I just think the upside's a little bit capped uh, with the with the matchup. So a uh, few guys I'm playing over Corey Davis this week that probably didn't have over him uh, last week. Uh, Jarvis Landry, he's going to be the only show in town. No OBJ, uh, and they have a great matchup against Houston, so hopefully he can get some early points there. Tim Patrick, I mentioned him earlier in the show. I like him a lot this week. I think he can be wide receiver three level for sure. And Jalen Waddell, uh, I like what I saw last week. They were getting involved right away. I know that Will Fuller should be back. He missed practice today for personal reasons, but um, I have Pat, I have uh, Patrick and Waddle right there around that 35th range, um, so just a little bit ahead of Corey Davis. So, um, all right, we got uh, so that wraps up the wide receivers there. So that one is going to be one to watch. I like Corey Davis. I know that he skyrocketed a lot in uh, in draft season. He was going like round nine, round ten. Uh, early on in early August, then you had to pay like the round six or seven price tag on them uh, as we got closer and closer to the season. But I think for now you, you might have a better option that make that makes that easy call. But again, some of those guys, even picking up Tim Patrick, I would just go ahead and roll him, uh, roll him this week. All right. Uh, moving on to the tight end. Uh, everybody on this offense disappointed last week, but I'm going to go back to the well with the green Bay Packers and Robert Tunyon. Uh, he's tight end 10 for me this week. Uh, I think that this is Aaron Rodgers getting back on track and taking it out on the Detroit Lions like he does all the time. Um, I think that there's at least three passing touchdowns to go around in this game for Aaron Rodgers, and I think Tony can catch one of those. So he's, he's again, tight end 10 for me. I'm going to play over Tyler Higby and Johnny Smith. Those guys are ranked really, really close. When you get to tight end, you know, we're talking starts and sits. You got to be particular. Um, there's not obviously a lot of gaps like there are at running back and, and wide receiver, a lot of options, but – um, if, 
If uh, if you're worried about Tunyon after week one, I think he's a fine play for week two. I'm going to roll him in there and see. We know who he is. He's not going to be a big yardage guy. You need that touchdown, but that's how a lot of these tight ends are, you know, outside the top four or five. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Tunyon as my tight end start for this week. My sit of the week at tight end. Unfortunately, I talked about this guy on waiver wire sniping uh, and was really hyped for him. And I mean, hell, even put, uh, I put, uh, you know, I've been putting wagers here and there. It's, it's uh, legal where I'm at. So got to get on the fun. Memphis has convinced me. Uh, but I put, uh, I bet, I think it was like 10 bucks or whatever on Hooper last week, over three and a half catches. The dude goes out first drive, three targets, three catches, money, right? I'm in, I'm just going to dunk at home. Uh, no, that was it. That's hey, what he finished with. David Njoku got, uh, got three, three catches, 70 plus yards. Um, so I'm worried about Austin Hooper this week. I know it's a great matchup against Houston, but I'm not streaming this guy. He's on the bench for me. Uh, I'd start Jared cook over him. He's still readily available and go pick him up and digging even a little bit deeper. Blake Jarwin with Michael Gallup out in a, again, a barn burner there against the chargers and Adam Troutman. I know he wasn't the, uh, the pickup Johnson was the guy, you know, right for the saints, but Troutman played more snaps. I think he's going to get more looks this week. So uh, I'm benching Austin Hooper and I'm going to put in those guys. You can pick up any of those guys that are available, stream them, uh, and you're rolling. So if you're looking for a streamer, I uh, try to avoid Austin Hooper this week. Uh, Darren's back. Uh, this was back, kind of taking a step back to Corey Davis. He's got Chenault, Mitchell, Aguilar, Barkley. I'm not starting Barkley. Um, and again, if you guys listen on the podcast, you're going to know whether I'm right or wrong there. Um, I would go with Mitchell in that, in that case. Uh, I don't really love the other options uh, there. Uh, and again, I, I think that Davis's upside is just a little bit capped. So I'd go with Mitchell. I, I think he's... Um, Again, I think he'll be fine. I just don't want to completely buy in and and I'm not plugging him into my top 20 right away like some people are. So maybe that means I'm going to miss out on it. Maybe not. Um, but, uh, you know, that's the route I'm going to go. So I would go Mitchell over Corey Davis this week. Um, I would put Chenault over Corey Davis if I had that um, if I had that option as well. Hopefully Barkley comes out of this thing good, man, and you'll be set um, going forward. Playing, you know, two games in, what, four or five days is tough. Um, especially when, you know, they wanted to kind of ease him back in, but now 10 days rest. So if I'm a Barkley owner, what I want to do is kind of just let this get, get past this game. I own Barkley in a couple of leagues. I'm not starting him. Um, cause I just have, you know, I have better options. I don't have to risk it, uh, tonight and just wanted to get through, get some touches, but then that's it, man. I don't think he's going to be a fancy starter right now, but hopefully in week three, the news will get a little bit better. Um, and we'll be off and running. Uh, if you took the chance on Saquon Barkley, I still think you hold tight. You're in good shape. Um, but for this week, uh, I would go Mitchell and then Chanel over Davis. If you, if, uh, you're out having that, had that, uh, decision to make. So, all right, well, um, I will, uh, I'll leave this open for another minute or two here. If anybody has any other questions, feel free to toss them in the chat, but otherwise those are my starts and sits for week two. Appreciate you tuning in and checking checking out the show. Uh, again, they're going to be doing this every single Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So gives you a little bit of time before uh, Thursday night football and we get rolling. So, um, yeah, and Barkley is active, so we're good to go uh, there. Uh, we got David said he, he heard Barkley's full go divisional opponent. Hope you're right. Uh, I, I, if he is a full go, that's that's fine. I, I have Barkley again on some teams. I'll just let that ride on the pine and uh and then feel really, really good about week three. Uh, as long as Barkley gets, you know, pretty much what he did on Sunday, then I'll still feel good about uh, about him in week three. Um, but uh, if he's full go tonight, 
let's go. You know, I'm look, I think uh, that's something that fantasy owners rightfully took advantage of. He took him at the end of round one, early round two. And uh, I think he's going to pay dividends this season, but just a little nervous as of right now. Cause he's out, he's outside my top 30 uh, at the running back position for this week for you guys. So, but again, 7 PM Eastern time, every single Thursday, come hang out, bring your questions in the chat. Otherwise I got you covered on some of my favorite deeper starts and sits um, for the week ahead. And last reminder, I will be back here. Waiver wire sniping. It's going to be a YouTube only show. You can find it right here on the dynasty wars on YouTube uh, Saturday morning. So I'm going to be covering uh, players that you can snipe off of the free agent wire in your league um, and just look, taking a look ahead uh, so that when waivers roll ahead of week three, you already have these guys on your roster and the rest of your league doesn't know what happened um, because you're waiver wire sniping. So with that, boys, uh, appreciate it. Thanks so much for checking out the show. Enjoy the game tonight. If you can, maybe put some money on it, make it a little bit more interesting. But for now, uh, I will be back here, YouTube only, Saturday morning, and then uh, we'll also see you guys live on Sunday morning as well, hanging out with Memphis. So we'll catch you guys later. See ya.